everyone you are tuning in to the second episode of alumni talkies an smhrd podcast featuring our illustrious alumni i am vaishnavi and with me i have vishnu and we will be your hosts for this riveting episode of the alumni talkies today we cannot be more excited as we present to you our special guest mr rohan kumar from the batch of 2014 mr rohan an army kid pursued his bachelor's in computer science before joining smhrd fiercely committed to social responsibility he was a member of the csr cell of smhr only a glimpse of his contribution during that period would be the whooping amount of 750 plus he raised for the fight against human trafficking he worked with cummins before joining philips in 2019 at present he is the hr project leader of philips having worked in numerous domains like people strategy talent management organization development he has gathered deep insights into his field Today we are engaging with him on a topic he has a clear bias and love for change management. A very warm welcome Rohan sir and thank you for being a part of Alumni Talkies. Thanks a lot Vishnu and thanks a lot Vaishnavi for inviting me. In the ever evolving business environment what are some of the top HR priorities that HR leaders are focusing on? Thanks for the question uh, Vaishnavi. So if you see the business environment is not the same what it was 10 to 15 years ago with new technology coming in ever changing customer requirement uh, whether it is changing uh, the generational requirement and changing the workforce dynamics of the business as well uh, right. the business is evolving at a very rapid pace and if you see a lot of businesses are reinventing themselves more and more frequently and fast at a faster pace as compared to earlier so earlier the average time of a business in the life cycle for reinventing themselves would be somewhere around 20 to 30 years if not more but in today's environment it is it has become somewhere around 10 to 15 years or even lesser in some cases one of the recent examples we saw is facebook uh, pivoting towards metaverse and calling itself meta and being bullish around uh, the technology right mm-hmm. if i have to talk about philips as well uh, we know philips as a leader in the lighting industry but now philips is a leader in the health tech market or in the health tech domain right. uh, and philips has evolved like this in the last decade or so so the point is the business is changing really fast and uh, and more frequently as compared to earlier and then you have technology like ai ml etc coming into the picture so the top three things as per me which hr function needs to focus on is one definitely the strong fundamentals that means the uh, various coes the center of excellence or the areas in which hr contributes towards the business whether it is talent acquisition uh, rewards uh, hr business partnering or anything else so that needs to be really strong and really sorted for the organization that's the first thing and that's the fundamental thing for any any function as well second is uh, the context that i gave on ever changing business environment i think uh, managing change and transformations is also an area in which hr play, plays a huge role really partnering with the business and enabling these transformation to happen smoothly in the business and the third one as for me is being a true business partner so being the mirror to the organization uh helping the business maneuver to through all the changes that's happening whether it is change or whether it is just the challenges that the business is facing uh and really helping them maneuver through it to ensure that whatever the strategy of the organization is uh they deliver on it so these are the three things uh, i would say uh, are the top priorities of the hr leaders right now and i think we'll deep dive on the managing change and transformation part today 
yes sir thank you so much sir and so sir the coming to second question uh, what exactly does change management entail and what are some key factors involved in planning the make any transformation successful thanks vishnu so see as the cliche goes change is the only constant in life right and that is true for businesses as well yeah. now the magnitude of change can be high or low depending upon the need of the business and the overall strategy however there are certain fundamentals that would remain the same when it comes to change management and what it entails uh first maybe let me give you some examples of what what is change right what kind of changes exist or what kind of transformations can happen so it can be a transformation when a business is implementing a new technology informatics is taking uh, a big role in every business where every business wants to be a solution provider not just uh, selling a box or a product or a service but selling really selling a solution to the customers and having this long strategic partnership that can be one transformation that the business is going through mergers and acquisitions as another then change in the organization structure can be a cha- another change uh change in times of crisis where uh, you're fighting fire and you have to make some fast changes uh, to ensure that you are up to speed with it so these are kind of changes uh, that happen in businesses in different contexts every change and the fundamental of a change management you can kind of boil down into three pieces one is uh, engage second piece of a change management is transition and third piece of a change management is sustain to put it simply engage is basically the pre work that you would do before you execute any transformation in the organization so you start with creating a case for change why do you want this change what is the strategic benefit to the organization by uh, undergoing this transformation then get the sponsors and get the team in place ensure that the context that you are enabling this change is ready to accept this change and uh, shape start shaping your story uh, that you have created around change so that's the engaged part which you do before you execute the change and then you also uh, understand what are the stakeholders and what are, uh, what kind of impact it will have on have on various stakeholders the second part uh, of change is transition where you uh, tailor your communication plan towards the organization in which the change is happening you enable the people and empower the people to help them go through this transformation or transition and you remove all the barriers that you see can hinder your success in this change uh, i'll give some examples as well after this and the last step is sustain as the name suggests ensure that you celebrate quick wins uh, ensure that whatever transformation you have done uh, sustains and goes forward without any uh, errors or issues or challenges and uh, what you had expected the transformation to be benefits as you get those benefits from that so that's the third part which is sustained part and uh, to give an example engages as i mentioned you create your story transition you uh, you also understand while you're going through the transition you put in some checks and uh, means to understand the voice of the organization and start making the changes based on the feedback that you receive from the organization and sustain is you put in measures to ensure that it becomes a you don't have to uh, again go into it and again redo the change it kind of goes through and flows through by its own so that these are the fundamentals of change you can apply this change management you can apply this anywhere whether it is a big change or a small change depending on the context you are in
Yeah, I think that was a very elaborate answer and exactly what we were looking for. So change managers are bearing the brunt of uh, key decisions. So what are the key traits that uh, they should possess? It'll be a. I'll give a little generic answer to this, but uh, it holds true for anybody who's leading a leading change in the organization. Uh, first one is stakeholder management because any change that happens happens. Uh, Uh, at a level where you have multiple players, so you need to ensure that whether it are senior leaders in the organization you are working with, or your peers, or whoever it is, so you have to have a strong muscle in stakeholder management. Second is project management, uh, because change like any project has to has to be clearly chalked out. What's the Gantt chart? What's the timeline that you are looking at? And uh, what uh, you know, what kind of plans you'll execute in what time frame? So, project management is the second skill. Third is, I would say, patience. Uh, because for simple reason, uh, any transformation that happens in the organization to see its fruits, it takes time. Any strategic decision that you take, uh, you can't expect that you do it in six months and then you start seeing the benefits in six months. So, it'll take time. So, have that patience and. Uh, wait for the efforts that have been put in to reap the benefits in due course of time. And the last one, which is I feel the one of the most important one, is really courage, because um, just raising your hand and saying, "Hey, this is not the direction that we intended to go in," and because transformations involve a lot of senior leaders, as a change management expert or a change partner, you really need to be in the position when you're sitting in the boardroom, raising your hand and saying, "Hey." Uh, I feel that if we do this, this might be the result, and this is not what we are expecting. So, having that courage to speak up is extremely important skill. All right. Uh, thank you so much, sir, for this uh, very elaborate. And also, sir, just as you mentioned, this is the only thing that is a permanent. So, even though it is, even the all of us know that change is a permanent, but uh, most of us uh, not really looking for. for that change so how do you tackle this resistant to change in an organization yeah thanks vishnu that's a that's a good question so there will always be resistance take it for granted whenever there's a transformation uh, there will always be resistance in various shapes or forms depending on the change and the maturity of the organization you know it can be around the readiness uh, the resiliency of the organization to go through this transformation or maybe just the understanding of what needs to be done uh, or maybe a lot of senior leaders might not be on the same page at uh, various points in time uh, so there can be a lot of resistance in the organization now uh, i think what helps in tackling this resistance is if you uh, the plan that i mentioned earlier engage uh, transition and sustain at every stage have uh, ensure that you're taking the feedback and aligning the right stakeholders at the right thing uh, that will reduce i won't say that will uh, eradicate resistance altogether you might still face resistance at a later stage but that will definitely reduce the resistance that you would face uh, during the transition or transformation so having having checkpoints at all the three stages uh, to ensure that you're taking the feedback from the right people and then giving the answers back to them based on the feedback that you have received and if in case the resistance reaches a level where it becomes a hindrance then uh, don't don't hesitate in asking for help and ensuring that you 
involve the right people at the right time because it's a, always a collaborative effort it's uh, it's not something which is done by an individual it's always a team effort that will take us through this yeah. so um just implementing a change management strategy won't do maybe so how to drive change and make sure the workforce also adapts to it while retaining the essence of a company's work culture yeah thanks vaishnavi i think uh, that's an important part uh, we need to ensure that after all the overall organization embraces and uh, moves towards the right direction or in the direction that the intention is to uh so i can give an example of what i did just to maybe help uh, as an example and help understand better so i was doing a change in the organization in my uh, in philips itself in my previous role where the idea was that we'll integrate three different software organizations into one and there was a clear customer need for that because the idea was to have a common user experience for all the three products that we had in which were delivered by those software teams for our customers and we were integrating these three teams together this would impact around when i say impact not as a headcount reduction but this would impact the way of working on of almost 150 to 500 people and how we did that was uh, just following obviously the steps but we also ensured that we create a network of change champions uh, these were leaders who were looked at as influencers uh, in the organization of this 450 people who were our ears and eyes on the on the floor to keep on feeding us the feedback that they are receiving from the workforce from a cultural behavioral point of view and uh, because there were three different teams coming together all of them had a very different way of working obviously the philips culture was there but then the way of working you can imagine was different because the leaders were different the style was different yeah. so we had we effectively used this network of change champions also using technology as well we had a uh, we partnered with an external agency to have a survey created for us uh, and then we used their algorithm to create a meaningful uh, uh meaning out out of the qualitative responses that we received from the employees to create actions so these two things really helped in ensuring that the culture of the organization is create uh, if it was required to be created it was created as per the expectation uh thank you so much sir for the very insightful answer and sir uh, why do change management initiatives fail as seen in some workplaces yeah uh so there are two ways to look at it right either the overall transformation fails from a strategic perspective that means you said okay we want to implement this technology and then two years three years down the line you realize that okay this was not the right decision so that means from a strategic perspective it would have failed or the second way to look at it is during the transformation uh, you you realize that while making the transformation there are a lot of uh, disturbances noises it can be you you realize that you have high attrition because people are not accepting this transformation or you realize that you don't have the right skill set and then there's nobody to do the job the productivity goes down the team engagement goes down so that's the second way to look at it when you see during the transformation it's it's failing and uh, in the first one you fail because the strategy is not clear it's as simple as that right you took a wrong decision to implement that xyz transformation or technology in your business uh and it confused a lot of people and, and without execution or 
the execution could not happen ultimately and in the second one which is during the transformation one of the biggest reason why it happens is the right stakeholders are not involved aligned you would go through the transformation and in between you realize that there was xyz team who were to be engaged in this conversation but they were not so ensuring that at the beginning itself you make a clear case and then ensure that you identify the stakeholders that you need to align for this transformation so that would reduce the chances of failing from the second perspective okay i think continuous review is also very important mm-hmm. and uh, how has your experience been while working in this field like any particular experience that has been compelling enough to stay with you yeah so i think uh, maybe i'll uh, repeat a bit but uh, the change i just called out uh, where we'll be merging three organizations into one that was quite an interesting one it was challenging for multiple reasons because this was the first project that i picked up when i joined philis back in 2019 and okay. uh, uh, i was just brand new into the organization so for me as well uh, knowing the people knowing the culture of the organization would have taken some time but uh, since still uh, this change had already come into picture i was expected to manage this change and there were a lot of challenges uh, in the beginning ensuring that uh, as i mentioned aligning the right people right stakeholders at the right time we also uh, since the change was of 450 people which is a, a big size and it was a global change because uh, we were realigning our businesses as well so a uh, lot of global stakeholders involved and it was a big value project for the organization and we did a good job i'm happy to say that we did a good job uh, the leaders participated very strongly and as i said we formed a core team who would work on it i was a part of it and uh, one year down the line we were recognized as well for this transformation that we brought to serve the customers uh, uh, well so that's something which will stick with me uh, um, what is one prominent uh, learning that you gathered from this experience something at the top of your mind i think uh, if i have to call something i would say uh, just really going into the details of the business so right. uh, how 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 once you become comfortable with why the change is happening and then you understand the nuances around it that hey okay uh, this is a clear customer requirement then it becomes easy for you to also talk to the employees in that language and just bringing everybody and creating that clear story is extremely important even if uh, let's say if there are five leaders talking if three are talking in one language and the other two leaders are sharing a different story it can go it can derail your whole whole plan uh, because uh, then they don't see the leadership on the same page so i think this, as an hr understanding the business nuances and then aligning the leaders to talk in the same language to the overall organization is extremely important right Uh, that's an inspiring uh, answer that you gave to us sir and any words of advice to give to our students or anything you would like to add from your side i think uh, maybe i'll go to the first question where i said uh, the business environment is evolving so the first thing that i can call out is just focus on building skills for the future tech is here to stay we all know that there is no uh, there are no two ways about it so and tech in hr is also gaining a lot of pace a uh, lot of organizations are using technology in making decisions uh, which were more qualitative and subjective earlier so just get get a little more comfortable with that see what's happening in the space and 
get your hands wherever possible in some projects or something like that then uh, stakeholder management is also something which i would heavily suggest when you guys get out of smhrd and start your career uh just try to experiment with stakeholder management how you deal with difficult stakeholders not so difficult stakeholders in the early part of the career that will help setting the right foundation for you um yeah get deep into the business i think hr has a strong say in uh, has a seat in the table on the table so uh, get comfortable with what the business is doing where it has challenges what are the product line what makes money for the business what doesn't make money for the business i think that that perspective gets becomes really important if you want to go in business partnering role hr business partnering role even if not business partnering even if it is talent acquisition i think just having that strong business acumen is extremely important and yeah last one is be courageous to give and take feedback feedback is just the best thing ever so just uh, be courageous to give feedback and also be humble and uh, aware to receive feedback uh, for yourself from your colleagues peers uh, your team or the team that uh, or your obviously managers and all the anyways that's a, a very insightful answer sir and thank you so much sir uh, we appreciate you for giving us your valuable time for such an enlightening session we are confident that we students will be much inspired by your variety of experiences and will be able to apply what we learn through this session in our mba studies and thank you so much sir no problem thanks uh, vishnu thanks so much